Hey guys, welcome to Beyond the Stretch Fire Service Podcast. This is Uncle Mike with Cousin Vinny, and today we're going to get into it about stains versus starch. Are white shirts meant to be clean? Wow. It's hard to keep them clean. It's hard to keep them clean. It's extremely hard to keep them clean. Yeah. There's not enough Tide pods and stain sticks to keep those things clean. But yeah. So what do you mean by this? I mean, I think it's pretty pretty self-explanatory, you know, Team stain versus team starch. As a as a battalion chief rank, or an acting captain, you know, mo- moving up depending on how your department runs, you know, should should you have a pleated pressed, you know, class B class A style uniform when you report to work and go through your day and handle your duties, or is your shirt meant to get a little dirty? Is it meant to uh, maybe not be pressed and and pleated all the way but just have a little bit of worn look to it it's a good question yeah so like the starch is a, is basically the business aspect the professional right oh very much so very much an administrative type role mm-hmm. and stains would be more the hands-on either learning teaching yeah doing the actual job the the blue collar work per se the blue collar work in a white shirt White shirt, blue collar. Hmm. That'd help with my stains. I wouldn't get so much ring around the collar if I had blue collar. Yeah. Um, it, it's just hard because there is a fine line. Uh, if you look like historically by reading, you know, reading books written by, you know, some of the chiefs and the warriors that different cultures really banked on that supervisors and bosses were, were that. Um, they have the manpower in some areas that they're able to to have that you know a 24 inch tool is the only thing an officer can carry in certain organizations because they really embrace the boss being a supervisor not everybody has a luxury when you have low manpower and everything else the boss ends up being the senior fireman on the rig and he's a working boss so he's pulling ceiling you know shagging hose line while giving direction and order and relaying information back so you take that that mindset and that work ethic up through the ranks when you become a battalion chief or that captain role where you are a hundred percent ingrained to work and supervise it's hard to stay clean you know it's it's just one of those things where it puts you involved it keeps you going um there's time and places for it but i, I definitely think like that is a a team stains mentality. What do you think? Both. I was just what you said. I think that at some point you have to embrace the role that you have to play at that point. So use the example that they're a working boss, manpower issues, and they roll up to a a cooker. Okay. <laughs> it's a burner. It's going. It's just going. And he's got to work. You know, he or she's got to work in that front seat. And so he's, they better not be just all starched up and just, you know, avoiding it because the organization at that moment probably needs them to, to go to work and, and, you know, mitigate the situation. But I also see that at some point, too, you got to, you got to put the starch on and you have to be the boss or the station manager or, the company officer and handle the the professional business aspect, right? Why are you laughing at me, man? All I can picture is being a freak in the bed and a lady in the streets. 
<laughs> but that's it. You have to find balance, like the, the tipping scales of where it needs to be at. You right. know? Well, I think the the good ones can do both. Right? They could they could do it both well. And the ones that have difficulties, either they stay in one side. Because I, I do feel like obviously guys would be like, oh, my God, my dude's all starched up and pressed up. And we all talk about those. Those are the hard ones to work for. But I also, there are some dudes that are all stained up that are they're kind of annoying, too. Like, I love the guy that's going to, you know, root around, be in the, in the quote-unquote shit with me. That's cool. And he's a fireman's fireman. But, hey, man, when that fireman's fireman can't do the – the stark side of the job and he he or she fails to to check or, or do a report that all of a sudden gets depositioned in court and now you're referencing a dude that you're like man i mean but he's a great fireman but he put me in a bad spot here because they don't do the administrative stuff well or the professional side of the job i mean either side that goes creeps too too far left too far right it can be a bad spot if that's all they li- they work in and live in you know now we're just talking about middle management right like the yeah. guys that or in firehouses riding apparatus or the battalion chief level, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, after you cross a certain threshold, which is the administration kingdom, you got to be more starched because that's just the role you're going to play. Yeah. The the fires they fight are completely different. Yeah. Like that's, they, mm-hmm. they have to be prim proper. They have to speak eloquently and they have to use tact when they have conversations with certain yeah. things. Yeah. 100%. So we don't want to compare those two. They run out of scotch tape and paper clips. And they do. It's a tool <clears throat> armor. But but that's also the kicker too. Um, I'll hit on that really quick. Um, that's a cultural thing where if a assistant or deputy chief arrives on scene and they gear up, whatever else, like should they be touching hose? Should they be helping pack five inch? Should, should they be doing something after the incident? Um, and you'll have people that will say, "Ah, oh, that's so cool that so and so chief was was helping us do this, this, and this." And there's another older school that's like. They should never touch hose because if they're touching hose, that means there's someone younger ranking blue shirt isn't doing it. You know, so like it's this fine line. And it's like really weird how people kind of skew the two of those where it's just like, eh, if the guy wants to pick up hose with you, cool. But yeah, it's like it's if, nice you're, to- if you're standing around watching them pack hose, like, hey, oh, chief, go. I think they need you over there. Yeah, it's the whole thing. It's nice that they do, but it's not expected. Yeah. And it shouldn't be required either. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a to- totally different thing. But, so, yeah, but we don't want to scoop. We're not trying to go into anything with administration. This is strictly, this is field forward operations. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is, you're the guy that shows up in the lonely car if you're a full-time or an acting role. Like, you get there. If you if you go out your, your day and you're not engaging you know, we can sit down and have conversations. We could talk. We discuss. We can whiteboard things and go over tactics and strategies and whatnot. But until you're actually out there with the guys in the weeds, going to work, going to the training grounds, drilling at the stations, if you're not getting actively involved with them and getting your hands dirty and getting your shirt a little dirty during those times, like you're missing the boat, in my opinion. I could be completely wrong, but I think you have to stay engaged with them. They have to see what you have and what you can do and what you can give to them. And in turn, you need to be evaluating what they're capable of doing. Because once you're in the, the red zone, then you need to call for call a play. Like you need to know that they can pull it off. But if you're not actively watching them, seeing them do these things, 
how are you supposed to have the confidence that they can pull it off? I used to get my shirts with light starch, but I always would love getting stained up. I'm with you on that. I think that in order for you to, to know your people and your capabilities as a company or as a station or as a shift, you got to be out there. I think there's a, also the point where maybe things you set things in motion and you get delivered the expectations, but it's also good to maybe stand back and just observe too. So it doesn't always put them in the reliance that you're, especially like a, as a shift commander, maybe level where, hey, I know that the, this there's a certain training evolution going on. Just our presence being there to observe and see them in a different capacities or to move another person up to maybe your role to kind of like mentor them. I mean, you kind of got to do that stuff too. I do agree with that. But I've seen you back up a fireman on the training grounds just to be the backup nozzleman with them, just to give them the reps. And down the road, he might say, oh, man, do you remember when you know Cousin Vinny was over here and he backed me up? That was pretty cool. I learned how to do so-and-so. But you go to a station and they have a brand new guy. And as you pull up, they're breaking off into like this full-on bunker drill. And everyone's like gearing up, masking up with their gloves on. And they're like going to a door to do like a, a fake hose deployment or an actual hose deployment just to like set the tone. Why not do a bunker drill with them? Why not, while they're getting dressed, throw your stuff on, walk up to the door and say, hey, good job, guys. You guys were killing it. But that's getting dirty. Yeah. Yeah, I just went to some, a live burn evolution with our most current recruit class just to kind of be there and observe the guys that are getting assigned to my shift. And, you know, I just wanted to be there and present because how else do you evaluate people you don't know than when they're in the actual, like, they're going to go slay a dragon, like, you know, whether it's in a class A burn building or whatever. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Everyone wants to slay a dragon and get the princess. We all know this. But I'm not going to sit and watching EMT school. I'm not going sitting and watching a NIMS 200 course. I'm, I'm watching when they're actually doing, quote unquote, the job, right? So they're in the stressed environment. They're operating in different capacities, different crews. Hey, they're on an engine this evolution. They're on a truck company this evolution. They're on a Rick team this evolution. And just seeing and giving them feedback and stuff. And that's the same thing too. Like, oh, I appreciate the the uh, nod when you're saying, oh, you saw me back up a guy. But that's also giving information back. That's, I feel like I can't, I'm not doing anyone justice and I wouldn't, I wouldn't die a happy man if I didn't feel like I passed on knowledge, right? I mean, I'm not saying I know everything Mm -hmm. and I'm not, you know, I'm not in a circuit and I'm not just giving a tour and people are like calling me going, hey man, I heard you're the best backup man ever. No, you're, you're right. All right. I wish I could back up the Backstreet Boys. You know what I'm saying? Because I love boy band music and stuff, huh? No, I've heard that about yeah. you, and that's that's cool. They're actually coming. They're actually coming uh, to a city near us soon. I'm trying to get a get your tickets. I'm done, <laughs> dude. Get those tickets. <laughs> I told my wife I might cry, but yeah, I mean, and you're the same way. You're gonna pass on knowledge and stuff, but I think that's a role. Like I think people realize that when they see us rooting around and going and putting our bunker stuff on when there's there's a drill that you see, people understand that's a role that we're we're basically fulfilling at that moment we're in the stained part of our job but they also should expect us when we're at the other side and we're whether we're delivering discipline or we're addressing the the shift on like a, a policy or something that's our stark side and they got to understand and respect both sides yeah 100 percent. cool one for the record i would much rather save a princess by defeating king bowser Okay. Not a dragon. That's your truck work side coming out. It's Mario. 
Mario? Super Mario Brothers. No, no, but you're wearing that truck work shirt, and I'm just... I don't care what you think. You're wearing a Cleveland Brown shirt, so I it's am. fine. Okay. You're not even from there. What you, I'm, I'm, a, I'm you. a suburb. I'm a suburb boy, sir. So, getting back to it. So, no, you're right. You have to have the, the ability to flip-flop back and forth. Just as much as your guys need you to coach and mentor them in the aspect of tasks and tactics you have to be able to go beyond that and do strategies you have to also be able to do the administrative work of making sure that their times are taken care of that their leave is approved and in the schedule appropriately if you have to move somebody during the shift when you call like hey this is your turn like you have to go like it's, there's the administrative role and you also have to, they have to understand that being this middle manager is the most difficult position in my opinion, in the fire service, because you have to appease both the sides. When you go up there to talk to the administration, you know, at any level, you, you have to go up there with the sense of tact. You can't just come out there open, you know, guns blazing and, you know, dropping F-bombs. You'll never be taken seriously. You have to play the game. You have to be able to talk to them. You have to be able to plead your case and you have to know what they want from you. Sometimes that's an Excel spreadsheet. Sometimes it's a PowerPoint. <laughs> it, it is like you, but you have to have your game. So you have to be able to get your fingernails dirty, but then you also have to be able to type 200 words a minute in order to, you know, use the facts in the scanner combination thing at your station. Dude, you gotta be able to, to tell and sell the why in both worlds. Yeah. When you go to admin land, and your bosses need information and stuff, you're exactly right. The good ones can sell it. Um, they're good with statistics. They have a way to back up. It's just not feelings. Yeah. They don't, you know, feelings are, t there's less They're feelings. like assholes. Everyone's yeah. got one. Like, yeah, I don't but know. There's, there's less feelings and more, um, and more, <laughs> <through> ob <laughs> uh, more objective, hopefully, up when, you bring in, when you're bringing projects or ideas or pushing information up. In the low part, like the lower, like firehouse, there's a lot of feelings, man. There's a lot of, you know, emotions and a lot of stuff. And I heard a guy say, hey, man, you can be, have emotions, but don't be emotional. And I was like, I always like yeah. that. I think that's a good way to, I guess, kind of maybe set your priorities and, and, and lead yourself a bit. But like starch and stain. Starch is like, hey, if you're going to really relate it to like more fire service lingo, starch is to me is like more strategy and bigger, big picture and stains is like the tactics and low level, like um, hands on stuff. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Well, you better be. But that's that's a reality. But I also think that when it comes to that, we kind of talked about feelings. You talked about the people in the field, like how how they view us, like what gets the street cred. It's a little bit of both. You have, like I said, you have to get your fingernails dirty, and you have to be able to to use the uh, the combination fax printer at the station right mm -hmm. you have to be able to administratively get them what they need because that's part of our jobs as well okay. but from a lower level hold on a second but from a lower level you have to understand that even though there's people above us the buck sometimes does stop with us right like if there's an idea or a quest that just doesn't need to go to that admin building and you're told no then that's just no and we we struggle with that because i think this the generation fishes for answers. Mm -hmm. They fish for uh, validation of, well, if I ask enough people, I can overturn his ruling. I can overturn what he says. It's a petition. It's a what? It's a petition. Is it? Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm getting validity and petition. All these people want it. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Sure. They're, 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 
Yeah. It's the wave. They're, they're recruiting a wave. Yeah. Okay. No, I get it. I mean, the petition threw me off, but I'm, I'm no, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just using I'm that as an example. Yeah. Okay. I think it's really good, but it just, it does. And at some point, like, hey, you, you did wrong. This is consequence. Not, well, I want to talk to your boss. Like, this isn't T Mobile's customer service. Like, sometimes you don't get to talk to the next level up. It just doesn't work that way. This conversation is not being recorded for quality control. No, it, it is no. <laughs> But damn it, isn't that the truth of it? Like, isn't it? And, and that's what makes it such a rewarding yet horrible position to be at in the fire service. Because especially if you just want to do so much and so well for everybody else, you just, you always can't. And sometimes you got to say no. And when you say no, it's just got to be okay with it and move on. Yeah. There's a the um, next thing. It doesn't take long for the next thing to, to start. No. But in that moment, it sucks for that little bit. Right. Until that next thing comes along. I have a question. Okay. Before you, I, I don't want to interrupt you and then you, and you shot me down, but whatever. I'm going to throw the D word at you. Petition? No. No. What? D, as in Delta, disappointment. Disappointing a boss? No. So as or a disappointing anybody. So as a firefighter. Okay. We're talking about the middle manager. What is more disappointing in their, their aspect, in your opinion? A manager that fails at the stain side or fails at the starch side? Honestly, that's going to be – all right, good question. I just want to word it back to make sure I'm understanding correctly because I think I, I've got something here. Okay. Could be wrong. Okay. So as a field person – Operator, baby. Uh, okay, as an operator. That was my oh, SEAL, now, that now was you're my SEAL, SEAL team, team six. six. Okay. Yeah. Where's, not, where's, 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 the, where's the Backstreet Boys now? Oh, my God, you're in the conversation. Welcome, Uncle Mike. <laughs> so we're talking about this, talking about dis- the disappointment – on the operator position, rank, the lower ranks. Rank and file. Rank, and, rank file. and file. It will depend, and is both ways, because we are needy, greedy animals. So it doesn't matter if it's on the field side or the, or the stain or the start side. If what they want isn't what they want, or if, if they want what they want, they're not getting what they want, you'll never win. Can you grant them training leave? No. Okay. You suck. Can you approve annually for them? No. The schedule's already full. You can't do it. Well, you suck. Hey, we want to make a push on this building. No, it's, this is a defensive operation. Well, you suck. We want to make a push. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's you're never – on that level, you will never please everyone. I don't know which one's better or worse, but if you tell someone no go, they're going to be mad. If you tell someone no, you can't, they're not going to be happy. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I guess. I mean, <sighs> you, I think you took kind of the safe middle of the road answer to that. Well, it depends. I, I think, think that was that was no I depends. Think, uh, I think that was truth. Oh, I think that if they they suck at stain and they I'm mad and I my holy shit, I'll come across the table if we talk to you like I that think, again. <laughs> I think that it's more. I mean, you sound like that a little bit. I think that's more starch. I don't think guys get upset that I don't show up at training. But if I mess up their annual leave or I mess up their whatever their expectations of what my boss like going back to the we talking about administrative guy, hey, whether they touch hose or not. The sad the sad thing is they probably don't expect me to show up to training and just at, at the battalion chief uh shift commander level, right? They don't probably expect us to just roll up and, and do bunker drills and stuff. They do expect us to get their administrative stuff, the things that we can only control, like our role, our starch role. 
They want that hammered out right. Is this all because you don't have an air pack? I don't. I don't. You don't. We're sterile environment, sterile command. Okay. Um, the uh, night, dude. Don't derail me here, man. But uh, this the starch. I think if they were to cut down to it, I think that most people think that's our job level and that's our biggest role and the thing that we need to really provide. And when we start failing at that, like, oh man, he's he's. He, he sucks at the roster. He sucks at this. I think they start seeing that we're failing and then they start, it discredits us for command. It discredits us for everything else a little more. And if we're, if we're not in the stain side, they're just like, well, he just doesn't do anything anymore, you know? Um, but when you're a company level officer, you see what I'm saying? That's where I think you can, that was more, I think, your point. If you had a, like a lieutenant captain, riding the seat and they they're bad that's where you're gonna have the more of the disappointment from he's not doing the aggressive push it's because it's the the boss is just defensive or they are not uh doing what we they're not fulfilling our needs as, as a station manager or the or the or the bed covers we need you know like there's the middle of the road i think you could play more okay does that make, make any sense it does but i also think a fireman a firefighter emt firefighter paramedic should have no beef with a battalion chief ever yeah, but we still disappoint them. No, we don't. Uh, we disappoint do. their bosses. Their bosses have the hard time telling them no. Yeah, I guess. I think they'll pass the buck and say, "Oh, oh, the the middle manager of this department is giving us a hard time, so we can't do this." Versus saying, "Hey, guess what? You're not doing this, or this isn't going to be a thing. It stops. It ends. The conversation's over." Mm-hmm. They'll pass the buck up. Mm-hmm. But a fireman should be able to have no problem with the middle manager, but they do because of that because. Of the some people's inability to just take ownership in their position, a captain, and lieutenant. Hey, something happened at the house. Cool. Guess who? Guess who owns that house problem all day, every day? That station captain, that station manager owns every issue that goes in that that that, that house. A hundred percent. And then if you find, I'm, don't laugh at me. It's a hundred percent their issue. You know, I you don't what, want me to run your house. I, love what you I would run this. it so different. Not use anybody. Anybody, I right. will run your house differently than you run it. Mm-hmm. So don't expect me to run your house for you. Let me show up and pick up the mail. Let me check in on you guys. How's the wife? How's the kids? Cool. Any good training today? Oh, did you meet up with you know engine so and so? Did you guys get that stuff done? Awesome. How's your tactical surveys? Your inspections going? Ah, oh, they're not going so well because isn't that all right? Give me a plan. How you think we should handle it? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. If you t- if you give me a plan and a solid, I won't tell you no. If it's kind of shady, like, eh, maybe we need to try again. Mm-hmm. Or I'll say, yeah, try your plan. I know it's going to fail, but I want you to learn. Go try it. Right. But that's just one of the kickers is being in that middle management role is you you fall guy. And then you take that the opposite direction. Something's going wrong at a station or a shift level. Ugh. UBCs can't get anything right. 10 forcer that is 100% accurate we can't do anything right yeah so but it's just, it's a, it's a it's a cool cool position i love it and i hate it at the same time you know i'm undecided <sighs> you would be but for team stains team starts to kind of round it all in th- there's a time and place for both mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes you have to show up though sometimes you have to be at a start situation a little stained because if you're busy, you're busy and vice versa. You might show up to a, you know, a stained situation in a fire ground 
you might be wearing class A's because you just left a ceremony or something, or you just left an important meeting. Like those things are all reality, but there is a, a true balance, a dichotomy, a dichotomy, so to speak, that you would hear from Jocko. I'll throw that out there. It's not a D word. Um, but it is such a balance. But at the end of the day, I think no matter what, as long as you give a shit and you're doing the best you can to the masses, you know, don't cater to one or two, you cater to all and try to figure stuff out, figure things out. I got a couple things out there I'm working on. I'm trying, I'm trying out through mentoring and coaching. Unfortunately, also through discipline and they're not always the right calls, but sometimes damn it, they, you have to make a call. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the kicker is, is you have to make a decision and you're not going to please everybody. But when it comes down to it, you know, you got to make sure that your, your starch is in line and you know when to get dirty. I just, that was nice. That yeah, was good. Eloquent, right? That's, that was really that's good. the start, start that was, side of me. I, man, I felt like you, you got something out right there. That was, that you needed to basically say. That was good. Thank you. That was good. I totally agree. I think this is a good, interesting topic. I like that you brought this to the table. Um, I hope our listeners can give us some feedback. Maybe send us some messages or something of what their opinions on what we just talked about. All right. So you can reach us at beyond the stretch podcast at Gmail. I mean, no one really sends emails anymore, but if you want to you go ahead or you can DM us at the beyond the stretch uh, Facebook page until the next episode. This is cousin Vinny and uncle Mike. <laughs>